Welcome to another edition, yet another edition of Philly Sportscast with your host, Derek. Dave. And Imani. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. It's a Wednesday. We usually record on Thursdays, but we're recording on Wednesday this week. And next week. And next week because of Turkey Day. Well, no, no. We can even record next Wednesday because I'm playing cards. Ooh. It's going to be Tuesday. Tommy Fry is having a little little reunion. Did he cancel it? I think so because Harkins couldn't play. Hill might not be able to make it. Like, everybody was pushing it later, and I thought Tommy said, If no. it's canceled, then we'll definitely be here. Eagles Whoa. win. Woo! Sixers lose. Does not surprise me against Dallas. Flyers? Win. Yay! Flyers with a question for Flyers? E-Money. Win. Yes. Let's start so off. It's been a, a pretty good week. We knew the Sixers stink, so we're not even worried about the loss. Right. I would like to know the attendance. I really would. Well, it was they played in Dallas. I know, but I mean, like yeah. when, the, like tonight, are they playing at home tonight? No, they're playing in uh, New Orleans tonight. Oh, but the, okay. the question I have is, um, I want to know the attendance for that Charlotte Bobcats game where they ro- rolled the Bobcats, and what was the night after that they got rolled lack for lack of effort? I right. believe it was. Anyway, we'll get to that much later in the show. I want to start with the Eagles, guys, and my question is this: Does Brian Westbrook and Reggie Brown? Save Donovan McNabb's job this week. Yes or no? Oh, yes. absolutely. According to you guys, because you wanted them benched last week. But if Reggie Brown doesn't make that turnaround, hit me in the back, catch. Oh, yes. my God. I mean, that was unbelievable. And if the Redskins could tackle Westbrook, and who's an amazing player, which I want to ask you guys a serious question about his stature in the NFL later on. Okay. But is the first of all, let's do this. Is the Eagles season saved? No. Absolutely not. I agree. That was two horrible teams playing each other. Wait a second. Wait a second. You told me two weeks ago that Washington was for real. It's exactly what you said, and I can play the tape back. And, Dave, you said it too. Well, two weeks is two weeks, I guess. They they almost uh, lost to the Jets. This is right before they got smoked by New England. You said they were for real. Okay, well, that was three three weeks ago. Right. That was week week eight. Okay, whatever week it was. Okay, well they they lost to the, they almost lost to the Jets. They couldn't even get in the end zone. This week they're missing tackles, making some huge mistakes. That coach, I feel sorry for that coach. He should never even have came back. Gibbs, yeah. Why do you feel sorry for somebody collecting that kind of paycheck? Well, it's not it's not about the money. I mean, he's a Hall of Fame coach. He's got three Super Bowl rings, and he's uh, he's running that team into the ground. I don't think there's no talent on it. We'll get to that later. There, I I've, you should feel sorry for the GM who's going to be out on his ass. I mean. What team in the NFL spends more money than the Redskins? Anybody? Anybody? Gets bigger signing bonuses than anybody else in the Redskins? Ed Snyder throws around the cash. Dan Snyder. Ed yeah. Snyder does too, though. No, I just said Snyder, yeah. Oh, I thought you said Ed Snyder. No. Uh, yeah, but that has never seemed to work for him. He always used to bring in the money the money uh, people, and that never seemed to work. He never had a core. In- he used to. He used to just bring in those big contracts for the one-year contracts. Guys. Another quick question for you. This was brought up in the paper. I can't take credit for it. Oh, good. It means it's a good question. Then. If James, <laughs> there's the fake laugh. At least I was we got one. Really laughing. You over here? I should have a fake laugh a meter. That's money. funny. That's just funny to me. Um, if James Thrash doesn't get hurt on special teams in the third quarter, do the Eagles still win the football game? Yes. He's he's not going to be the. The playmaker. What was he doing? Th- what was he doing in the first? All half? he does is catch, catch touchdowns. That's all he does. Okay, so if James Trash gets hurt or doesn't get hurt, the Eagles still win. Let me ask you guys: he a can't question. stop Westbrook and Reggie Brown catches balls that land on it, hit him in the back. Yeah, that Reggie Brown catch was all Reggie Brown. Anytime you're oh, stopping totally. pirouetting and catching the ball below your waist, unbelievable. 
Here's a quote from Donovan McNabb today. They asked him about his fumbling, and he said, well, you know, anybody who gets hit from behind, you're going to have trouble fumbling, if you're, especially if you're running around a pocket. And in the middle of a sentence, literally, just he says this, especially when you're under the microscope like I am. Doesn't, I mean, he doesn't on. He doesn't let it go. Come on. Never lets it go. Let me tell you something. What do you guys think about this? Okay, you did, you did uh, mention it. A little bit during uh, in the beginning, day. Okay, McNabb fumbles that ball. He always, you know, he's th- running around with that ball just hanging out there. The most important thing on that, f- you know, that field. That's what it's all about is getting that ball in the end zone. He fumbles the ball, right? Right. Say Eagles, what, they don't. that screen doesn't happen. The Eagles lose the game. What is going on in this city about McNabb? Oh, what would have happened if they lost that game? He was crucified last week. Imagine this week. Yeah. They would be all out for- Oh, out blood. Season's over. And now, would it have been justifiable? To what, bench him? Or? To everybody going crazy, potential benching. Is it, would it have been justifiable? Is it still justifiable? It's not justifiable. You're not going to put Kevin Cobb into this situation, guys. I, I said it last week. I'll say it again. Regardless of how many games they win or lose, they're going against a rookie quarterback this week. We'll get to the matchup in a second. But I want to just ask you guys about Brian Westbrook. Is he a top five player in this league? Yes. I think he is, yeah. Top three running back? No. Well, he's look what he does for a team. Well, he's a potential MVP. He's definitely p- potential MVP. But the players that are out there, I mean, I think if you had the chance to get Peterson, even though he got hurt this week, Ladanian. I mean, if we're just talking players or running backs, I'm talking running backs. People might still go a die. Like these guys are all up there with Westbrook. Westbrook has been proven to get hurt every year. Oh, absolutely. Don't and get me wrong. Who, He's already had sack right. game. Uh, that's what I'm saying. That's what kind of hinders him some. And he, he he flourishes more so when he is going out for a pass route, even if it's an out or a quick ball to him. When he's, right. when he's crossed the line of scrimmage is when he can really – between the tackles, he really isn't at his best. Okay, so he it's an all-purpose is, player. He's, he's amazing. But as far as a running back, between the tackles, what you want him to do. I mean, I'm not taking anything away from his ability. He's absolutely amazing. What are you saying, though? He's a, he's a I'm saying he's not a top three running back now. That's Ladanian. He can catch, and he can run through the tackles. But he's number one, though. Who's number two and number three? Again, you're coming quick off here. Adrian Peterson's having an incredible year. He's quick running. off? Yeah, well, you want me to figure out all these stats real quick. I don't want you fin- I'm not asking for numbers. I'm only asking you who do you think. Your opinion. My your, opinion. Dave, your opinion matters. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. I would have to look at all the teams to see exactly who's running on each team here. Because I know I'm going to forget one person every time we Who do this. Who would you rather have, exactly. a die or Westbrook, on your team starting out today? Well, Westbrook, because I'm a Westbrook fan. I've been watching okay. Westbrook. I enjoy Westbrook playing. So this is the wrong two people to ask about this. You guys can't be a well. I, it's, well, it's two different offenses as well. I mean, you have a West Coast offense that does does breed on passing that you have to have your running back to come out and catch those passes. So I would rather have Westbrook on this team as well. Ladine. Adrian Peterson wouldn't work, I don't think, in this system. Because he needs to get, he's more of a, a, <clears throat> a shoot through the through the whole kind of running back. You see it right now, um, the way he can blow in there and his size. Well, it's not like the Eagles' offensive line doesn't open up holes. It's Westbrook doesn't get through them fast enough. Well, that's he got the one touchdown. I mean, he squeezed right on through the third touchdown he had. Big hole. He but he right is through. definitely better like a five yard crossing route and then open it up yeah. to see what's in unbelievable. Front. He's unbelievable. He's the vision player. he has out there is unbelievable. He's a terrific player, and the Eagles will be dead last without him, without a doubt in my brain. Oh, yeah. He's the, he's the entire offense for the Philadelphia Eagles. They're dead last anyway with him. Well, that's what, what I think is a shame is when, uh, you know, 
McNabb says, hey, it's not just me. Well, when he threw that touchdown, it was a 53-yard touchdown pass by McNabb or whatever that touchdown was. To Reggie Brown? No, to to Westbrook. Westbrook. Where it was a three-yard pass to Westbrook, and he ran past 11 people. McNabb has seemed to be getting such a – he's become entitled for some reason. He's a bitch. He's just a bitch. He's a bitch. He's a stone bitch. He's just sick of. Like, I don't know what he's sick of. I guess because he's he's losing and he's on a losing team. I guess he's never really had that. He's in the spotlight. Ev. He's definitely in the spotlight. He's he the quarterback for the NFL team in the fourth largest market in the country. I mean, how much, how much bigger a spotlight does he should we have, or how much less of a spotlight should be on him? Sure, it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. When he goes to Minnesota, he'll be fine. No Let spotlight him go. There. And it was all good. It was all good when he was in the spotlight, and and we were all. The Eagles were winning. You know, now they're they're struggling. They've been struggling these two years. You know, his numbers aren't very good. His win-loss ratio is, is very poor. And I, I think he's not handling his, it. His win-loss ratio, you mean this year or oh, these last, last two years? Since the oh, Super Bowl. Okay. Since the Super Bowl, it's absolutely horrible. Gotcha. And that was um, nice during the Super Bowl run. It wasn't just him in the spotlight. It was T.O. in the spotlight. Right. Everything was those two, how great they are. Then when he got hurt, it wasn't, hey, what are the Eagles doing at the end of the year? T.O. going to be back. Oh, my God. They don't need to win this game, but they can still play these good games. They're not worried about McNabb. They're worried about, is T.O. going to be back? Help what about T.O. kicking ass in New York? He just owned that New York secondary last week. Incredible player. That's why he was great when he was here. He's a jerk-off now. He's a jerk-off. Still Dallas. a great player, though. Puke. But you got... That team fits him. Yeah, that team fits him. The team can have him. Although, it wouldn't be too bad. Right, I'd say they're probably yeah. thrilled having him. I do want to say something about Brian Dawkins. I want to take some things back. He played really well <laughs> last week. He is a he's a player. I think you do this every year. I, I waver. <laughs> I seesaw on B-Dawk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you do. Ding. Ding. Oh, that's not real? I don't know, Ev. I can't tell I'm real, You make me laugh. I can't laugh. I won't fucking laugh anymore. How about that, pal? I, I won't laugh at your jokes. Oh. It's, it's impossible not to laugh at my jokes. Him. You are funny. Possible. Yeah, so what no, are you taking back? I'm taking back that I said he should retire. And okay. He's definitely a player. He's a player player. He's 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 a what? He's got max skills. He's, he's playing, a player player. He's a player player. He was playing special teams last week. So Does whatever the team does needs. Does whatever the team needs. Yada, yada, yada. You know, can we ever have anybody more special? No. Quick question for you guys. Just thinking about this. Ricky Williams was reinstated today. Was he really? Yes. He will be on the sidelines, I believe, November 20th or later in the – in the uh, not the 20th because that's a Tuesday. The 18th. That week. I no. I think it's – no. It's a, I think it's the 26th or whatever that day is, that Sunday. The question I have for you, where would this Eagles franchise be if they would have drafted Ricky Williams over Donovan McNabb? World of shit. For the past six or five years, I mean – since the draft. Since the draft, this Eagles franchise would be in just shambles. Shambles. So we got that going for us. Hey, you know what? It was a nice pick getting McNabb. But it's been he's been here too long. He's wearing out his welcome. He's I agree. complaining all the time. No hard feelings. It go doesn't ahead, sound go like he doesn't, he doesn't want to be here anymore. Right. He's in the spotlight, guys. You can't expect an NFL quarterback to be in the spotlight. Yeah, why would that happen? Can't let it happen. Can't let it happen. However... There's one thing we got going for us. We didn't draft Ricky Williams, right? So, be proud. Everybody booed, but it was the right pick. It was definitely no doubt, the right pick. No doubt. But just the franchise would be just, ugh. 
Jeffrey Lurie's gold standard would have to definitely be reevaluated. Which leads me to the Miami Dolphins this week, guys. Coming in with a rookie quarterback, Cleo Lemons, on the bench. Sweet. They got this guy from BYU starting. I don't remember his name. Um, it's an 0-9 team coming into Philly. We all know how dangerous that can be. Oh, Eagles yeah, coming yeah. off a come-from-behind victory against one of their arch rivals. This is a scary one, for sure. <laughs> the line's 10. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Double did, Eagles are double-digit favorites against anybody. Is scary. Very scary. So scary. Dave, I want a prediction. Although, me and E-Money are the only ones who predicted last week winners, Dave, and you were on the pooper again. I thought he... Uh, one of us predicted a loss, and it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I think it was I don't Dave. think I predicted a loss. I think you did. Uh-uh. No, I thought I said 27-22. No, he predicted a win because I think I went first, and I said I think the Eagles are going to pull this out. Okay. I'm not just saying that. Uh, I apologize, Dave. Okay. Go ahead for this week. That's what my bud brain is, is remembering, <laughs> but it was very cloudy that night, so I could be very wrong. Totally agree. Thank you for agreeing. It was Eagles, cloudy. 28-13. 28-13. They yes. not only win, but they cover. They're going to cover. Please. Not saying bet on it, though. Uh, don't bet on it. Don't bet on it. Don't bet on it. E-Money, where you at? I think it's going to be a very low-scoring game. I think um, possibly the Dolphins' defense might come to come to play. Um, I'm thinking 21-10. 21-10, birds, no cover. Right. No, that's still cover, 21-10. Is that 10? I can't. No. Oh, you're right. That's 11. You're right. I thought it was... Okay, you're right. That's Dave. two covers. Dave's a math teacher. Let's get recognized. Well, we need him a lot every every week. Hey, divide the third three point three uh, by two. DC's prediction. I know you guys are waiting. Oh, yes, we are. Love it. Blowout. <laughs> Blowout. Forty-two. What? Seventeen birds. Forty-two. Thirteen birds. Wow. I'm going with forty-two. Thirteen birds. Like Blowout. like the Detroit game. Yes, like the Detroit game. So that say that happens. What's six ten going to be like the next week? Oh, we're going to make Bowl, it. We're back at five hundred, <laughs> and this team's back in the playoff hunt. Just like your fantasy, yeah, team exactly. Game was dead three weeks ago. Now they're back in the playoff. And hunt. That's why it's still fantasy because they're still dead, and they shouldn't even be close to it. I agree. Yeah. It shows you the state of the NFC for sure. Yes. but I I don't think I have heard taps this year yet. I haven't played taps yet. No, even you guys asked for it though. Yes. Oh yeah, you might as well. Ooh, digs. All right, on the birds. You got any parting shots for the birds real quick? Got anything you want to say? Just lose. Lose. Get the season over with. Get another good draft pick this year. Lose. Get a good draft pick so they can pick another offensive lineman or a quarterback that won't be ready for another five years or something like that. Or a quarterback that doesn't want to be in the spotlight. Anything like That's that. That's terrific. Iman, you got anything you want to say about the Eagles? You well, watch the game. Well, I definitely don't want them to lose because I love, right. you know, and I love watching, I love watching the Eagles win. But, um, I just think I just would really wish McNabb would just keep his mouth shut about a lot of different things out there, and just play the game, just play football, and just show you know, just play football, just show show it on the field. You get paid a lot of money. You get paid a lot of money to play play football to be in the spotlight. There's really there's really no need to be for me and Derek and Dave to be talking about things that he says. I agree. Well, otherwise we would have nothing to talk the about. The show would be over right now. Goodbye. Good night everyone. I want to give I want to say one thing. I want to stop the show, stop production. I want to say one thing. Every I'm sure everybody who listens to the show hears this. We get on and off our stools and they make there it is. That's you, buddy. 
You and your 250 pounds over there. They make this crazy squeaking sound. It's not your radio or your MP3 <laughs> player. It's our bar stools down the basement. So It's our stomachs getting larger as we drink Bud. That's what it is. So when you hear us getting up, that means we're getting a fresh one. At least one of us is getting a fresh one from the moisture. Okay, back to, to sports. Back to sports. Dave, State of the Flyers. Um, Dave's special segment. My State special segment. Yee-hee. E-Money's been watching the Flyers all year also. He's really enjoying it. Gagne out with a concussion. He will be yeah. out until at least next week, they're saying now. Oh, so Lindros, did Lindros call him or something I read in a paper? He uh, feels his pain? Yeah, he, he's in touch with the emotion. Yeah, I think his parents called him. It's so, <laughs> it's so ridiculous, dude. I, I was I think close. I, I was close. Right. I got to stop <laughs> laughing. I forgot. My bad. Not a problem. But, yeah, like, I mean, when we were talking about last week, I said it was uh, a hit against the Rangers. It's actually a hit against uh, the Panthers. Jay Bomester hit him, and it didn't seem like a very big hit the first time. When he came back, I guess he just wasn't ready. Any little hit just kind of shakes your head around. Sure. It's a shame because he's the, huge. Some of these players are right. Like some players, like I was saying, they come back. They get a concussion. They're back. They're fine. Other players just they never get back to that playing. I don't even know how you'd say like your brain's in that right area. Like they take that test to make sure. The Rorschach <laughs> test? No, not the Rorschach. The they Rorschach some- test? <laughs> Mr. Ooh, Cotter. <laughs> they take some kind of test to make sure they're okay. But Whew. some players never get back up to that. What was that know. test that the NFL players take at the combine? That is a uh, uh what is that called? That Vince Young failed it. Yeah. Uh something lick or Yeah, yeah. Lickshire test? No, or, it was the uh Wonderlick. Wonderlick, yeah, the Wonderlick test. Wonderlick test. Yes. Okay, okay, back back to where we were. Okay. But uh the what, Flyers are still doing awesome with Mike Richards going Incredible, over the top. I think he has like 20 points now. Playing like the player they were projecting. I never thought he'd be leading the team with Danny Briere on the team. Thought he'd be, you know, two, three, something like that. But he's supposed to be your leader, playing great on the penalty kill. He's definitely my favorite player. Yeah. I love watching him play. Mike Richards is. Interesting. Yeah. And that's, he'll go out. If he has to, he'll get in a fight with someone. Nice. He's pushing the puck, and he's doing awesome on the penalty kill. Danny Briere isn't as doing as well as, you know, projected as, you know, the team's hoping. But it is early, winning. though. Yeah. It's early. You know, well, we're he, almost he, up to he, 20 games. We're almost a quarter away through the season. Yeah, so true. when did uh, – who's the goal again? Martin Biron. When did Biron get benched earlier in this week? Uh, one they of the games he out. had four goals. Do you remember who it was against? No, because we were sitting at the bar watching that. Okay. The Devils. Was that the Devils? Was it the yeah. Devils game? It was the Devils game. And he got benched. Yeah. It, was four, it was 4 one, and I think so. Those playing. games are going to happen, though. Th- those games happen. You know yeah, what? Sometimes you just can't save anything. Where the other night when he was playing, he's looking into the net with his ass facing out. Someone shoots the puck and it hits his skate. <laughs> like, yeah, he, he got kind of spun around when he was spinning around. The puck just came in, hit him right on his uh, left skate, and he made the save. Those are going to happen too. You right. get to go with the bad, and he's been getting a lot of the good more than the bad. So you're going to tell like us. To hear. You're going to tell us when we can start getting excited about this team. I've been loving it. They haven't lost at home yet. They're, I think it's six and zero or seven zero at home. So, that's great, and that's what that's was happening. The they had fifteen away games, so now they have a couple home games. So they're really building it up. They're looking good, but yeah. again, you will not get excited until the second round of the playoffs. I are certainly over. won't. I certainly will not. So, what about the, uh, the crowds down there filling up pack in the house? Oh now? yeah, they still pack it in. It's like the strike never happened or the lockout never happened, right? Last year was a little easier to get a ticket. This year, because they're winning, more people want to go out. That's another thing. They're winning when. 
how many uh, home wins did they have this time last year? How about Goose Egg? Yeah, probably. Yeah, if right not on. one. Last year, uh, Dave and I went down to the Pirates. I mean, not the Pirates. The, the uh, Flyers-Atlanta game. Oh, did we go to Penguins or did yeah, we go to Yeah, it too? was the last game they were playing for the year. And we're like, okay, let's get oh. the win out because so, yeah. they were killing them all year. And, uh, man, it was dead. Yeah. Dead up there. But I'm sure it's not like that right now because they're winning and they're doing great. So, Cool. So, yeah, they're looking good. And uh, – you know, I'll save this for my parting shot. We'll talk about it later. All right. Sounds good to me. It's really interesting to see what the Phillies are doing these days. J.C. Romero, who is probably their number one thing, uh, off-season signing, they got him in for three years. Are you jazzed? Oh, anytime you get bullpen help. Definitely jazzed. Brad Lidge coming in. I mean. But if Alphonse Seiko and Jose Mesa are leaving, I'm loving it. Then it, it's addition by subtraction, even mm. without those con- guys. Yeah. And then you have Myers going to the starting rotation, and you got Cole Hamels and Brett Myers were 24 and 23 respectively, or 23 and 24 respectively. It's time to Dude, get Myers excited. Myers is only a year older than him? Yeah. Wow. God damn. Is that crazy or what? Yeah. Myers has been around for a while, but he is young buck. What are they going to do about this Eaton situation? What do you, Hopefully what do you they do sign that? somebody to compete with them, and then he gets either put in the bullpen or gets cut or traded cut? or something. Yeah. Well, who's going to who's going to pick him up? I don't really give a shit who picks him up. The Phillies well, will have awesome. to pay him. I know. You I don't. Know they, I don't know if they'll put him on the roster though. The Phillies will have to pay him. Yeah, they signed a three year contract. Right. All those contracts are guaranteed these days. So yeah, if he's getting paid six million or whatever it is by the Phillies, he can go sign on with yeah, San Diego again for. A mill or whatever. Yeah, you know? but then the Phillies don't have to pay him. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, so that's oh. so, so they won't. have to pick up their contract. Like the San yeah, Diego would have to yeah, pick up that okay. contract. He has a three-year contract, yeah. right? So who would want to? You know, so he we're going to see him for a while. And well, there's well, also maybe a little mid relief. I don't think you are going to see him if he pitches like he pitched last year. I mean, I really don't. He had the highest ERA of any starter in the league. Well, You're right. Not, I'm, I'm saying he's not going to be a starter. Like I hope they do pick a, fi- uh, a fourth or a fifth starter up this in the offseason. I mean, a fifth starter. Yeah, exactly. Because um, he is just very, very bad. It's interesting to note that nobody's even mentioning Kyle Kenrick as being somebody who can be replaced. He's got a job next year. so And he earned it. He did. No you know, doubt about it. The sinker ball there, it's a great pitch for Citizens Bank. Ball exactly. Ball. I was just going to say, yeah. Yep. And you know what? He might go through a sophomore slump. So you definitely want to get an extra pitcher in here just in case. And uh, I read what you wrote, Kyle Loesch. Was it four years, forty million, or three years, thirty million? Did I didn't you re- write that. Somebody wrote that up on the thing. I thought it was one of us on the forums. Yeah, on the forums. I was reading it today. Someone wrote, uh, "Oh, Scott Boris is starting the bidding off," and it was like three for thirty or four for forty. I forget which one. Well, then Loesch is your uh, then Eaton's out. No, because no, if you, they're not going to sign Loesch at that money for ten mil a year, especially for a fifth starter. Yeah, I think the paraphrase put something up there with the um, in the Philly section when they were talking about. Rollins for Santana. I don't know why they're still on this <laughs> mess of a topic because they hate when Let's Go Mets does putting these little crappy things out Crazy there. things he makes up. But yeah, this I heard is, this. The last thing Paraface wrote is a cap would force these salaries back to earth and put some handcuffs on these guys like Boris. Talking about a uh, salary cap, salary in, cap baseball. in baseball. A-Rod is a great player with 30-plus million. Great. I don't know. By the way, I heard Boris is starting the bidding war for Kyle Loesch at four years Forty million. That's nuts. Crazy. Five and eight last year. I think when he started, when he joined the Phillies, sounds right. Pitched well for the Phillies. Don't get me wrong, but wow, that is bananas money for somebody like him. I mean, if that's the case, I'm putting a baseball in Ethan's hand and tell him to pitch every day, you even better. if he's bad at it. He's going to make a lot of money. So <laughs> Ethan does. 
Yeah, Adam Eaton does was for sure. So, teach him how to throw left-handed. I don't know. I don't know what they want to do. I don't know where they're going to go. But Loesch and Rowan look like they're gone. So Victorino's is going to be your new center fielder. Worth going to be the right fielder. Worth is going to be your right fielder, and Patty B will be your left fielder again. Woohoo! Thirty home runs, hundred RBIs. Take it all day long. You will take it all day long. You won't. You'll be the only one, you money. Ready? Yep. Gentlemen, 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 I'm going to move on to the pear face post of the week. Wow, we haven't done that in a while. Yeah, it's nice I haven't to done see that back. in a while. I understand we have no e-money line tonight because it's Wednesday, but you will right. be posted in the forums. Yes, by I, Friday. He, he said that last night, last, last week, week, but it wasn't in there. And you yeah, to- I'm sorry, everybody out there, but uh, it's got a little too crazy this couple days. Uh, it was – there's no excuse. There's no excuse. Yeah, the horseshoe but- tournament on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, a lot going on, man. We were uh, – we were a little tuned up, E-Money, on Saturday. We man. were, man. Me me and the D-Man were out very, very late. Nothing wrong with that. I think it was 11.30 to 2.30. 11.30 a.m. to 2.30 a.m. was nothing but drinking beers. Um, we oh. troopered it up, E-Money. I told my wife I was seeing Double when I got home. I never heard her laugh so hard. You know how you, Have you guys ever seen Double? Uh, I've seen Triple sometimes. E-Money? Uh, I'm sure that hasn't happened to me once or I twice. I was definitely – I had to close one eye to get in the door. After no drinking, though, I, I mean – No driving. No driving, though. I was not driving. So yeah, I was. Yeah, you money was. <laughs> but I stopped drinking at the bar, remember? Very true. At 2.30. No, 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 no. Um, here we go. Pearface Post of the Week starts off by me. The season saved, Pearface, in his briefest post ever. No, Period. <laughs> And you know he's mad about yes. that. So this is how he gets along down here. Mr. 7205 writes this. No, because we got winless Miami next week, and this game scares me. This game reminds me of when we had to play Arizona two times a year, and they would always play us tough and take our QB out for the year, a.k.a. they got Randall one year, and they started a string of injuries for McNabb. We could very well lose this one. We need to get the tight end more involved, but not L.J. Smith. Oh, Get Selec in there. Selec. Get Selec in there and let him develop. L.J. Smith in a game is just a mistake waiting to happen, and it usually does. And Pearface comes back for the post of the week. Although I do like when Pearface writes no, period. Yes. Although that's a surprising thing. And it's a first. It's a first. Pearface writes back, commenting on what Epicable wrote earlier in the post. At least the Eagles are good enough to have some entertaining games. That was fun to watch, based on the Washington game. Pearface hits him with this one. But that may be a problem down the road. This squad is clearly not good enough to make any noise in the playoffs. However, they may be too good to get a top 10 draft pick, which is what this organization sorely needs. Shooting for 9-7 and seven in a wild card really doesn't do anything for the Eagles. They are looking at wholesale changes in the offseason, and they need to get some quality at the top of the draft. I'm not saying they should throw the season away, but if they are dealing McNabb away and Dawkins retires, then their young players need to be on the field. Pushing for the playoffs serves no purpose. Agree? Agree. Totally agree. 9-7 first-round loss means nothing for this team. Drafting 17th or 18th? Guys. That's what I was saying earlier. Lose. Lose. E-Money says no because he likes the birds. Well, I mean, well, it's, we all it's, like t- it's tough to um, – I, I think I think Pearface pretty much put it to what we need to do there as to, to better the squad in the next couple of years. But ultimately, these players don't want to lose. They want to get to the playoffs because there's a lot of money involved. Right. 
So if they're going to be playing teams like Miami and um, the Bills, when they play the Bills at some point, you you might get. Well, I don't see. I don't, still don't see nine and seven. Right. That's I mean. I don't see Miami nine and seven. And if be, they if they break their balls, they're not going to get nine and seven. Between Miami and the Bills, you got the Pats, the G Men, yeah, the Cowboys, the Saints. I don't know what you're talking about. Real quick about it. there's a lot of money involved. What do you? They don't get make a whole lot of money for the playoffs for getting in. I'm sure there's all kinds of incentives in people in individual contracts for playoffs and stuff. I don't there think are, for playoffs. I would say for, in, for individual goals there might be, but not for playoffs. Playoffs? We're talking playoffs? We won't even win another game this year. Playoffs? Okay. I, I don't think they get bonuses. I think they get a small piece of money for making the playoffs. The owners get more money. Yeah, definitely. But uh, And they also might get an MVP. Like If you win the Super Bowl MVP, you get a half mil. Okay, so but there's still mon- there's still a lot of money involved. So the owners get money. They right. oh the yeah. owners want them to keep winning. Yes, no doubt about exactly. it. Exactly. So and that's the pressure on the coach. And exactly. So forth. It exactly. all trickles down. It does. It, shit rolls downhill. And I'm in the bottom. <laughs> you are in money, guys. I want to bring some, something interesting happened this week. I know we get our fair share of emails, but but this one was different from the ones that say e money. You know, your picks were this or... Dear Mr. Clark, Derek, I, I think this you, song's going out to my young son. I think you were really drunk last week or Dave, you know, what was he talking about? Can you pronounce the name right, please? Yeah. So this one was interesting. It's from Jake, who's, I believe, living in Washington, D.C. I want to give him, a, um, I'm going to read his email. Hey, guys, I like listening to your show because it's a welcome dose of Philly sports realism for me down here in boring D.C. Here's my comment. You guys shouldn't have given up on the Sixers team before the season even started. They're actually a fun team to watch this year. Now with Iverson out of here and Andre Miller running the point, the ball moves around a lot on offense. And between Iguodala, Corver, and the kid Lou Williams, they have an exciting bunch of scorers. Reggie Evans is an absolute monster on the boards and plays with a Moses Malone-like intensity, not to mention hairline. Sammy Dellenbear may not be the most polished player offensively, but he's a great defender and shot blocker. Yeah, nobody's going to see the games, but that doesn't mean the players aren't working hard. And it's not their fault. They're leaving all of it out on the court every night and playing an enjoyable brand of basketball. Keep up the good work on the podcast and watch some Sixers. How do you answer that? Honestly, I was watching them the other night, watching the Sixers. They're, I really don't think they're that exciting of a team. And I agree with you. I don't see a team being competitive. There are certainly instances, and especially in lots of second quarters of games, when this team is rocking and rolling yeah. out to a five-point lead from being down 10 in the first, rocking out to a five-point lead, and then coming out of halftime and just getting the shit kicked out of them. Right. But I don't see a team that's going to get me excited to watch 40 minutes of basketball. No, three times 12, four times 12 is 48 minutes of basketball. Thanks, Dave. It's not so funny. Just because you do math all day doesn't mean we all do. So I understand what he's getting at. Don't shit on him. If you're not watching them and it's so early, don't give up on them. Right. But they're sometimes giving up on themselves. They're not deep. They're getting blown away at times. They're getting blown away at home. They're beating shitty teams. They're beating crappy That's teams. Exactly Anybody what I was can say. beat Charlotte. Kind of like the Eagles, you know what I mean? They're beating exactly. shitty teams. But Jake has a good point. And out of all the stuff that he said, I think the point is this. There's no real reason to shit on a team if these guys are working hard. Give them a shot. Enjoy this brand of basketball. It's hard for me to agree with it, though. I mean, it's hard for me because I see the product as well as he does. I was a little disappointed when they drafted uh, Thaddeus Young last year. Didn't think that was a very good pick. They had a lot more glaring needs. Watching the game, Jason Smith was playing. He seems like a very good defensive player down there. He can run, blocking some balls. They do have good players, but they don't play a full game. 
that's what I'm trying to get at. He's saying they maybe he's saying that they play offensively pretty well and they play defensively pretty well at times. Right, at times. But they don't play 48 minutes of basketball in order to win the game. They walk off the court when they're done and go, shit, we lost another one. Right. We're, like last night when they lost to Dallas, all it was all on the paper that we're just not as deep as they are. Well, if you're not as deep as they are, come with a different style and play against their weakness. Right. Dallas has to have some kind of weakness, right? They just didn't do that. And that's what scares me about this team. It's like they lose by 5 or 10 and they're done, and they go out the next night and lose by five or ten again. When you get all crazy hyped up, and when they when they have a five or ten point lead at halftime, I agree with him that I, you're right. I don't watch enough Sixers to sit on here and just right. poop on them, but I do not agree with the result. And uh, that's my little rant. We do appreciate the email, Jake. Thank you, Jake. Yeah. Thank you, Jake. PhillySportsCast at gmail.com or hit us directly by contacting us from phillysportscast.com. Guys, parting shots. Dave, fire first. I know you got. Belly full, mouthful of beer there, and but a belly go ahead. Full. And a belly full. Last week we're talking about Lindros retiring. You're saying, hey, should he be in the Hall of Fame? You know, it was last night. It was Tuesday night. The NHL Hall of, Fit, Hall of Fame induction. Players inducted: Scott Stevens, Al McGinnis, Ron Francis, and Mark Messier. And then there's also like another owner or something like that, or someone who built a an arena. But those players, to me, represent the Hall of Fame. These guys had great careers. They won championships. And they were just all around incredible players. Each one playing a different kind of position. Messi, of course, is one of the best players of all time. No doubt. Guaranteed a win in the Rangers. Took him to the Stanley Cup. Scott Stevens is a def- defensive defenseman. He's a stone. Messi is yeah. a stone god in New York. Yeah. No doubt. Al McGinnis is an offensive defenseman. So, I mean, all these players. And not only that, Dave, even from a casual hockey fan like myself, I know all these guys. Right, that's... Of course, I know Lindros because he's in Flyers. And of course, and if you played attention in the NHL in the last 10 years, you would know Eric Lindros. Right. Is. But I understand what you're saying. So, keep going ahead. And that's like, I mean, even Ronnie Francis. Not a lot of people might say, hey, I know who Ronnie Francis is. One of the best two-way centers. Played up in Hartford. Played in Pittsburgh when he won, you know, the Stanley Cup. But those players had longevity. To me, that's what kind of makes it too. Lindros might have played 14 years, but he only played 600 games or whatever exactly. it was. I mean, he's not playing full seasons and all that. Still great numbers and all that as I'm looking back on it. Yeah, you know what? There could be a chance he gets in the Hall of Fame. He has numbers comparable to other people. But maybe the NHL Hall of Fame is not inclusive enough. They, okay, yeah, you know, yeah. people are getting in here where when we talk about the Major League Baseball, before it was 500, 500 home runs, you're in. Right. Well, Ralphie Pomero, they're saying, well, we're not sure if you're going to be in. You know, you never led the league. Right, right. So they were, you know, that's he's one of the guys who's going to be like a coin toss instead of being automatically in. So, but that's all I want to talk. I don't want to get off on the Major League, but with the hockey, Lindros, great player when he was here, when he was healthy, but he didn't have longevity like these players that just got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Okay. Okay. Imani? I want to propose a question to you guys. Ooh. This is my parting shot. Watching the Monday Night Football game, San Francisco, Seattle. I think I'm going to mention this to you, Dick. Third quarter, 17 nothing. San Francisco's really not playing very well. They can't get anything going. Um, but Seattle let them back in the game with some turnovers. Seattle, they were in the um, – in Seattle's territory, two times in the third quarter. They got to fourth and one. Both times the coach opted to go for it. We're not putting their field goal unit on the team on the, on the, on the field. And they were in field goal range. And they were in field goal range. 
They don't get the fourth both times. Still 17 nothing with a lot, in my mind, a lot of time. Right. Horrible, horrible play calling by the coach, I think, uh, was absolutely disgusting. He shouldn't even have a job anymore. I totally disagree with you, Ev. Um if that's if that's what you're asking me, yeah, I mean, uh, I totally or, or, or or the only thing I can think of is does he not have confidence in his field goal kicker? No, no, he has confidence in his kicker. Exactly. My feeling is this: you're down seventeen nothing at this time. Say you, if it was seventeen nothing at a time, the only reason why the 49ers got to where they got on the field is because of two Matt Hasselback turnovers, or actually one. Fumble by the running back, back up for Sean Alexander. Can't remember his name. Was it Morris? Yes. Yeah, it was Morris. And the other one was a Hasselback interception. Both. Um, what does that matter? Within the thirty yard line. We listen to me for a second, please. Yeah. The only reason why he kept going, he went for it, is because their offense, San Francisco's offense, never got him down there. The only way that they would even be able to be in position to win the game is if they scored two touchdowns on these drives. Because there's no way the 49ers offense is going to get them on a good six-minute drive, 80 yards. He had no other choice. What's the difference between losing by one or losing by 50? D-man, okay. Nothing. So, so if the offense wasn't doing it, the defense surely was, off with all the turnovers, the fumbles, getting them into, the, get them into the, uh, that area. Right. So if you're going to score, let's get some points on the board. Let's get the morale up. Okay, well, this is, we're down, you know. What do you mean morale? We're down by 11. Let's, yeah. let's go. Let's get a couple. You know, this is. I think your morale situation is such bullshit. These because are, I'll tell you what, Seattle wasn't playing that great either. Bullshit. Oh, Seattle okay. dominated that game. Dominated that game on both sides of the ball. Totally dominated. The well, only it was reason, 17 the nothing, only right? why, It was 17 The only nothing. reason why the 49ers were even that close or in field goal range is because of Seattle's mistakes. Not because their offense was playing well at all. Yeah, that's but the only San, Francisco, why you go for San Francisco's it. defense was making those plays. Yeah, so that's so the maybe they would have been made two more plays. No, you needed seven instead of three. You needed one, seven I mean, instead of three. They were inside the three yard line. They could have got a first down and also got a touchdown on that play. Right, but they didn't get it. I think instead of running the ball, I'm always a fan. When you're that close, you fake the handoff. Yep. You throw it to a tight end. No something doubt, like that. you got to put it in position of. But Alex Smith, get, let's get to Alex Smith real quick. Sure. Before we do it, this guy's been in the league three years. This is his third year. He was the number one overall pick. Where are we with this guy? Where? What are we talking about? The whole team went backwards. I mean, with him and Frank Gore. I mean, Gore got hurt this year. Right. But the whole team is regressing. Yeah, but on Monday, did you watch the game? Yeah, you obviously didn't. There wasn't. He couldn't complete a pass. Yeah. There's no more giving Alex Smith any more shots. Alex I, Smith is a bad football player for the professional league. I totally agree. He can't agree. do it. I totally There's no agree. more. Well, let's see how how he does. He's already shown what he can do. It's over for him. We never get an opportunity to really see him, but we. Right. I saw him on that Monday night game. He was either throwing the ball three yards past his wide receiver, three yards to the left of his wide receiver that was actually out of bounds, or three yards short. Boy, that sounds like someone here in Philly. Sure does. No, 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 no. Not anybody in the spotlight. Right for sure. <laughs> Which brings me to my parting shot. Awesome. I know we talked about this earlier in the, in the sportscast, but I want to get this off my chest. Donovan McNabb, I hope you're listening because I know you are. If you don't want to be in the spotlight, if you don't want to be the quarterback for an NFL team like the Philadelphia Eagles and not be in the spotlight, then you must find a different occupation. Because if you think that you're in the spotlight too much, you're out of your fucking mind. It is November. It is deep into football season. 
You are a huge disappointment this season. And you think that you shouldn't be in the spotlight? So what should we talk about? Phillies? Or Sixers? Or Flyers more? Or not talk about the Eagles at all? Or talk about, you know, we should be... We should focus our conversation this week on Javon Curse. We could do you, that. Do, you agree with me or disagree? Because Jonathan McNabb doesn't want to be in the spotlight. But if you want to talk about a quarterback in the spotlight, let's talk about Tony Graziani, okay? He would love to be in the spotlight this <laughs> Yeah, city. no doubt. There's a lot of guys that would love to be making yeah. signing $100 million contracts. So when you're sitting at home 10 years from now, sitting on Campbell Soup money or on ESPN <laughs> – don't bitch at me because you're in the spotlight too much when you're signing endorsement deals, especially when you're signing endorsement deals. Double F you, triple F you. I am, I am done. I, I am done. Good night, everybody. Good night.